and Lauren with a very special edition of Your Cochran right now. We have the one, the only, the country music icon, George Fox, hanging out with us for this special podcast. George, welcome to the show. Hey, Eric. How are you? <laughs> Fantastic, man. This this is so exciting. I, I've grown up here in Cochrane, so uh, talking to somebody who has his very own road that I've driven down at least a thousand times is just, right. it's blowing oh, my mind, kidding. man. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty neat. I know. Well, hey, this is good. Well, yeah. So obviously you're being inducted into the Canadian Country Music Hall of Fame. That is a huge, huge honor, I'm sure. And uh, that's going to be happening officially in September. Um, how does that feel? Well, I guess the real estate values just went off on George Fox Trail. <laughs> uh, because <laughs> it feels, yeah, I, I must say that I was... I was very surprised. I mean, I guess, you know, having been in the industry, it's in the back of your mind. But I, I, nonetheless, I was very pleasantly surprised. And uh, so, yeah, it um, it makes you reflect. As you can imagine, you start looking back to uh, those days back in the 90s, primarily when I was ripping and running and racking up lots of air miles and doing my thing. But... Um, it's 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 uh it's rewarding i mean you you i guess uh at that time when you are so busy you look forward to the day you look back and reflect on on things and uh you know not everyone gets to do that you know and and uh enjoy the the career so I, i'm happy to do it so obviously, you know, we know that you are from Cochrane. You got your your start here in Cochrane. Can you talk a little bit about your your time growing up here? And I understand that you you started performing here back in the day. Can you talk a little bit about some of your times here? Yeah, well, uh, I grew up on a ranch just northwest of Cochrane. It's Bert and Gert Fox. So it was Bert, Gert, and a little squirt. <laughs> and I was that. Yes. My mom and dad are, uh, well, they both passed away, but they were very, very big parts of the, the community. There was, uh, you know, at that time, I remember the uh, the population sign going up Cochrane Hill was 4,400 people, and it stayed that way, it seemed like, forever. Wow. So it was a pretty, uh, it wasn't the complex, fast-moving world it is today, <laughs> but... Uh, I was kind of got to be known as uh, I got my band going uh, out of high school, and uh, if you would have went to the the Legion Hall or the Cochrane Bar or something, well, you'd see at the Legion Ball uh, uh, maybe a Bristol board sign there with magic marker saying, uh, well, maybe they said future Hall of Famer George Fox <laughs> TGIF tonight. I don't know. <laughs> nice. Because I was, I kind of got to be the go-to guy. So uh, I had different, all kinds of different bands. Uh, one band was even called Cochrane, and uh, you know, all kinds of different duos and singles that I did at the. And we played out Brewsters and Banff and Cannon Askus calling the square dances, and but primarily it was at the. Uh, and I have to tell you guys that it was probably the most fun I ever had in my life mm. playing at these all these different uh, things at Darteague Hall, Whedon Hall, and, and uh, the community centers and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, it was just a, a great way to learn music. And I, you know, I got told what to play, like you 
George, you better learn this song and that song. Uh, and, you know, people were, the community was very encouraging, and they uh, ultimately sort of came up and said, you know, George, you should be, ma- you know, if you made your own tapes, I'd be, and you're writing your own songs, I'd certainly, uh, uh, that's what we want to see. We want to buy those. So mm. that's kind of the way I, I, I felt like ever I would be letting people down if I didn't keep going with the music. And and uh, I just, that's how I ended up here pretty much. Did you write a lot of your own songs then? Yes, I did. I got, well, uh, I figured it out pretty soon, like uh, early into my uh, you could write a book on what I didn't know about the music business, of course, uh, just very uh, isolated out there where it was and uh, away from Nashville and uh, the goings on. So I figured out pretty early that, yeah, you had to write your own music, so or the radio stations weren't going to play your version of, um, you know, a, a, a Randy Travis song or mm-hmm. something. So you pretty much had to come up with your own stuff. So I wrote, yeah, my first album... Uh, instead of buying the John Deere tractor, I decided to pour that money into my first recording, um, and uh, and I did it in Calgary at a place called Smooth Rock Studios with Danny Lowe. Jerry Martin was a guy that I played with a lot who was living in the area, and uh, pretty much just at that time it was very unconventional to do that sort of thing because you had uh, most Ways, the only way to get your music recorded was to be signed to a, a record deal and, and do the re- actual recording primarily in Nashville. But there was a good studio there in, in uh, Calgary that where we, we put out something that attracted a lot of attention. I was uh, actually dropped off a few cassette tapes at that time that uh, was kind of the way you recorded your stuff, and I left it with... Uh, uh, a guy out in Vancouver when I, I made a break for a little holiday a business trip out there when uh, things were busy on the farm and uh, I remember this classic story was I was down at the barn with my dad we were weaning the cattle so he had all this uh, racket going on with the cattle and the about a hundred head plus and they were bawling for their the mamas for their babies and I heard my mom at the house said george there's somebody on your on the phone about your tape from toronto calling and uh so i went running up there and the guy who was the head of the a and r department was sitting there in the boardroom with all the the heavyweights saying george we got your tape playing here we love it we want to sign you to a deal we can sign you to a big old recording contract and uh so that was kind of the, the Cinderella moment right there because it was wow. bizarre how that tape managed to get down to Toronto in short order, like within a couple of months of me finishing it. Mm-hmm. And we then launched into the career in a huge way because we uh, were the opening act for Randy Travis at the time. He was selling out uh, the hockey arena. It was like right across Canada. We opened shows for him and and... Next thing you know, I was signed to. Uh, I hope I'm not going on too. <laughs> no, this is, it out, man. this is this great. Is awesome. I love this. Uh, yeah. So the other thing was that I needed management, and uh, uh, before my connection there, Warner Music had, was reaching out to the best manager in Canada, who was managing Anne Murray at that time, 
and he thought he'd start at the top to see if this guy was interested. And before he got into the conversation, uh, the, the manager said to him, I hear you signed this kid from uh, uh, Rancher out west, and I want to hear his music. So he was interested, Anne was very interested, and she became a big uh, part of my my career because she supported me early and Leonard Ramble was a fellow who was the manager sadly did not live to be 50 years old he uh, was cut his life was cut short tragically but he was just uh, a genius in the music business he got me and then I launched into my television thing with CBC we did all kinds of uh, specials variety specials and hosted the country music awards show four years in a row and that's back uh that's back when line dancing was popular we were selling a lot of records back then. uh there was a lot of, you know it's a big tailwind for country music in the early 90s it was probably the golden age for country music and i was so my timing was good there and uh so kind of just i remember it's funny because i was out in my farm here I'm in southwest Ontario right now. I've been here now for 25 years, and I've uh, got cattle and kind of back into the farming. And I was plowing my field yesterday, and I thought I remembered I was plowing the field back about 1988 or 89, thinking I haven't got time to be plowing. I got to make a decision here. I got to get off the farm, and because there was I was supposed to be in Nashville, I had all these great opportunities to. So that, I remember I sold the plow and <laughs> I said, I got to get somebody else to look after the farm. And I went full time into the, you know, just I moved to Nashville for about six years and uh, took advantage of all the great things that were happening. Mm. Telling us all these incredible stories, you hanging out with Randy, <laughs> Travis, you're down in Nashville. It would have been so easy for you just to become country music superstar George Fox. But you have always left the Cochrane part. You are Cochrane's country music superstar. Is that always been important to you to keep your roots part of your career and part of your personality? Oh, absolutely. I remember, uh, you know, it's funny for me, uh, well, funny, whatever. I mean, it's just an observation that when I was singing, of course, I was learning all these songs, the classic singers of my, I guess, my parents' generation too, like Charlie Pride and, uh, you know the 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 uh, Hank Williams Senior. I mean, this is this is the music I had to learn to get hired to sing at all these functions. And uh, so when I got into the industry, you know, a lot of television stuff. But I got to meet. Uh, I remember particularly Loretta Lynn. Um, she was, uh, you know, somebody I really looked up to. And she, all of a sudden, I was there with her, uh, and she said. George, I love that song, Hey Johnny. And she's telling me, she, and I thought, and I really at that moment never got any better than that because, you know, when you're acknowledged by your peers or your heroes, actually, like that, it's pretty special. But uh, when you talk about the roots, the Cochrane, I mean, we, I, I could sit and talk about, like, the Charlie Pride. He, he, he was a guy that was in the barn milking cows by hand. You know, he cooked milk three or four cows by hand every day and that's something i did you know and we knew, talked about being out in the hayfield and the threshing crew and and 
you know that farm life, which was a real part of uh, a lot of the a lot of the artists that were coming, you know, established at that time, were off the, you know, the working farms and had that rural thing going on, and that's what I relate to with Cochrane. I mean, I I, uh, I came out of that uh, that kind of community, which I always felt real proud of, and and uh, tried to, you know, later in my career, I did more songs that were in touch with, uh, you know, the history, I guess, and uh, the pioneers, that kind of thing. And, you know, uh, obviously it was a mainstream country that I was, uh, at, but it's, I still tried to connect with my roots that way. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, something, something that's very important to me. You uh, went to Cochrane High. Just like me, yeah. George. So you and Eric actually have something in common. That's pretty cool. Can you can you talk about some of your favorite memories? Actually, our current mayor as well, Mayor Jeff Janung, he's also a graduate of Cochrane oh, High. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The best I come from Cochrane High. Family. Oh, yeah. Well, first of all, I was... You know, I, I people connect me with Cochrane, but really, I was I went to Westbrook School, which is a, nice. a small. Oh, yes. yeah, I'm sure you're familiar. It's with, not so small anymore, George. They've no, upgraded it. They just built a brand new school. It just opened up this past fall, actually. Oh, it did. Yeah. Wow. Yes, I knew. I was aware they they had. Yeah, they replaced the school completely. Mm-hmm. But I, I, that was right before COVID hit. They were going to have all the ceremonies, and of course, that changed the plans. But. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so that's where I went to school, and it was like being dropped out of a UFO <laughs> to a different planet when I came to Cochrane High School. That was a big thing for me, and uh, very intimidated. And but that's uh, that was some of the best. I, I really have great memories of that, and and the music. That's where I got the band going, and. Uh, I was, you know, at that time it was kind of like the, the the everybody watched sitcoms on TV, and Happy Days was the big sitcom everybody watched, and I wanted to be like the Fawn, <laughs> and I called myself the Fox. Oh yeah, nice. uh, with the this is like Greaser Days we'd have once a year where everybody dressed up like the six the fifties. So I, that's where I thought the Fox, the Fox. This is why I wanted to be the Fox. I was in love with this idea, and then I wanted to you know, sing that music too, like the old 50s uh, uh, music. And that's where the whole thing started for me. I mean, I was like American Graffiti, the movie American Graffiti, that mm-hmm. music, uh, coupled with the, the Fox image. <laughs> this is like I, kind of where I wanted to go. And that's that was a spark that got me going. In Cocker High, we did, you know, some dances. I sang at the graduation ceremonies uh, in 70, 1977 with the group and uh so that yeah and we just had a whole pile of fun it was just uh great kids we and we did uh you know just uh just i don't know i just have magic memories of that whole thing (laughs) and can we talk about i mean i know we talked a little bit about this before but george fox trail i mean everyone drives up and down that that road daily here in Cochrane. But how cool is it, and what an honor to have your own road named after you? Like, can you just no talk about that? Oh, like, that's that's God. a big deal. It's <laughs> yeah, it's unbelievable. You know, I and I, you know, I have to tell you that it was. Uh, I look at that, and I honestly, it's my, like I say, my mom and dad, Bert and Gert Fox, they were. Uh, 
along with so many great families, you know, there there's just people that gave so much to the community. They were so involved in everything, and uh, and so I look at that. You know, it's more. It's just as much. You know, that my mom and dad, my name's on it. But I mean, I think of the the people that built that community, and I think of them. You know, more so necessarily than my career, but. Uh, it is. You're, you're right. I mean, it's. Uh, it was uh, a, 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 a girl that was a neighbor of my parents who ultimately moved into Cochrane from the ranch. She wrote a letter to the, the the newspaper suggesting, you know, she. I know our neighbors, Mr. And Mrs. Fox, are great people, and their son's a singer. You should name a street after him. And then at the time, Vern Friesen was the mayor, and he got right behind this because Vern and I go back. He used to sing. He'd come up on stage when I was singing at the Legion, and we'd sing Willie Nelson and stuff like that. So he got right behind the idea. Thought it was great, uh, going to be George Fox Road. But then I always kind of went with uh, my thing was the Trail of the Fox. I always kind of I'm on the Trail of the Fox, and the subsequent to that was Fresh Tracks and all this kind of stuff. So. I thought, well, you know, let's call it George Fox Trail. Mm-hmm. And uh, but I had no, I mean, at that time it was going to be just one sign uh, because Cochrane explodes, uh, you know, shortly after that to to this big, beautiful city. And uh, as a result of that, George Fox Trail gets longer and longer, and bigger <laughs> and bigger every year. <laughs> Oh. So, but I mean, it was sort of humble beginnings like that too, right? Yeah. Did you know that we're like over thirty-five thousand people now? Oh my no! I had, <laughs> you're talking about something I had no idea. I thought I, I remember when it went to city status was ten thousand, if I'm not mistaken. But we're still Which not. We're, still we're not a town. A, yeah, we're not a city. We're a town. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. <laughs> we could be, yeah. yes. but uh, yes. but but no, we're we're still a small town, even though we have. 35,000 people. <laughs> Could you imagine growing up here, George? We have a Walmart, a Winners, so many different oh, restaurants. Yeah. Do you think that would have been different for you growing up? You know, that's ten, uh, literally 10 times bigger than when I was going to high school there. <laughs> and uh, no, I can't, to answer your question, I mean, it used, it was such a great little place to, uh, but it was a little sleepy, I got to tell you. I mean, <laughs> it's nothing like today. Uh, well, I think that's, uh, that's we, pretty... we could keep you here for yeah. hours, George. You you are just an encyclopedia of stories, but we, we know you <laughs> got some uh, fields to tend to. Yeah. Oh no, I no. I hey, listen, guys. I really appreciate it. I'm glad your show is is doing so well. And uh, you know, anytime I can help out, just let me know. Yeah. Well, you're in Calgary in September. We're only 20 minutes away, man. Yeah, we really, really hope that you do pop by. We would love to meet you in person. Well, we're we're going to plan on it. Because, yes. Uh, yeah, we're going to get out there for a few days at least to to visit around a little bit. We obviously know a lot of people uh, in the area would like to visit. So you're you've just become. Uh, two of those so <laughs> we'll hold you to that george thank you for joining us today for this very special edition of your cochran right now you can grab this podcast on your favorite streaming service and it posts every single wednesday